What's going on, guys? We're back. Free Super Bowl. We're going to talk about a few things, one of which being our early leans for the game, as well as some betting props, uh, some fun props, whether that be, you know, Gatorade color, uh, coin toss, all those things, and uh, maybe some fantasy stuff who we thought was the most valuable, least valuable, et cetera, et cetera. But before we get into all of that, how are we doing, boys? Scopa, what's going on? Dude, I just got back from New York. And that place is hell on earth. It is a city of rats, and I don't mean the animals. There are so many fucking people just everywhere. Like, I cannot, you can't walk. You literally cannot walk in a straight line. It's fucking dog shit. And I will never be returning. Ollie, I hate your city. Dude, that's that you probably came to New York the wor- in the worst weekend in a while. Yeah, dude, it was like it was so fucking cold this weekend for no reason. It was the feels like at my school was negative thirty. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Dude, what is the difference between negative thirty and negative fifteen? Like, how on earth? Wind, the, the wind, the difference? dude. It's yeah, the all wind the wind. I understand, but like, you could only be so damn cold. It's pretty I don't cold, dude. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking cold, bro. I probably canceled classes for two days because it was too cold. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a point where if it just gets too cold, you just die. Like, it just is no longer, like, a sensation. It's just, it kills you faster. Like, you're telling me that that the difference between, like, negative 100 and negative 200 is anything sensual? It's just not. Like, there's no way I could feel the difference between negative 100 and negative 200. No. Like, it's just going to kill you faster. But definitely, but definitely, like, zero to negative 15, there's a difference. Like... There's definitely a difference. It's like the same. I mean, like, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's like degrees to it, like where it's like, you know, the difference between negative 15 and negative 30 probably isn't like the same feeling as like, you know, 30 to zero is, but you can absolutely tell the difference because like the wind just like cuts through whatever you're wearing. Like it's there's only there's only so much a jacket can do. Nah, yeah, dude, the worst shit, the worst shit I've ever experienced was Chicago. That was terrible. Chicago in the winter is just unreal. Like Are you talking the, about when we went? That's one of the times, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I remember that. And I thought New York was actually colder than that time we were in Chicago this weekend. Like, it's possible. It's possible. It was fucking freezing this weekend. But I'm happy to be home and I am excited for sports. <laughs> Do it. All right, Ollie, take us to the first segment. What are we talking about first? We are going to be talking about our early Super Bowl picks and, you know, any prop predictions we may have for the game, whether that be coin toss, Gatorade color, first to score a touchdown, first to record a sack. So, Ethan, so let's, uh, let's hear your insight. All right. So I feel like the first logical thing we got to do is just straight up game pick, right? Like, who's coming away? with the Lombardi. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Um I think that the Eagles have a better defense. They have better offensive personnel, but they don't have the better of two things. Quarterback and the coach. And that's all I care about in these games. They don't have the experience, they don't have the quarterback and they don't have the coach. Well, I know for a fact they don't have the coach, right? Because Andy Reid is that guy. And in an Andy Reid revenge game against the Philadelphia Eagles, 
I'm taking the Chiefs all day long. The Super Bowl, you get two weeks to prepare. And I do not trust, at least in this point in time, that Nick Sirianni is going to be able to scheme up a game script that effectively neutralizes that Chiefs offense in the way that I know Andy Reid is going to be able to. Right? I don't think anyone this year has had an answer to Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think that's going to change after this weekend. I think the Eagles on offense are going to put up points this week, right? But I don't think they're going to be able to match what the Chiefs are going to do. So I think if I'm going to throw out an early score, I'm going to go 32-24 Chiefs. Yeah, um, I agree I have the Chiefs, uh, but for three reasons that are different than the ones that you have. So I think we're overrating a little bit the Andy Reid thing. Um, He's historically struggled in big playoff games with time management and big decisions, challenges, things of that nature. So I think like schematically he might have an advantage, but when it comes down to like the things that are really important in these really close big games, um, I don't think he's like the edge that, you know, Belichick or like some maybe other coaches would be. Um, but I think that there are essentially three things that make me think that the Chiefs will win this game. The first is that the Chiefs actually have an underrated run defense. So this year they're eighth um, in run defense. And I think that's important because you have Hertz, who is playing in his first Super Bowl, obviously, um, only his second year as a starter. They're going to make him pass the ball, beat him through the air. And he's proven that he can do that against bad teams. But can he do it in the biggest of stages against the best quarterback in the league when the Chiefs are going to sell out to uh, stop the run? And that's particularly problematic for me because... Steve Spagnolo is the coach that I would focus on, right? Because Spagnolo has been historically good, um, especially drawing up blitz packages. So Jalen Hurts this year is 28th uh, best in the league out of 32 quarterbacks against the blitz. And Steve Spagnolo historically, like he was, he was the architect of the defense that stopped Tom Brady in 2007 with Randy Moss, right? Um, so I expect Steve Spagnolo to drop some interesting blitzes, um, keep Hurts under pressure, and try to contain the run as much as possible. Um, And the third reason is that, you know, the one that you outlined, which is I think you bet on the quarterback in these games. Patrick Mahomes is by far better than Jalen Hurts. I know Jalen Hurts had a good season, but you have to put into context the fact that they played pretty mid-teams most of the year. Even their playoff run has been, like, a little bit suspect with the Giants and Vikings. Um, And then, like, obviously the 49ers without Brock Purdy. So I think the O-lines will generally play each other to a to a stalemate to a certain degree because they both have very good O-lines. And the reason to the only reason to pick the Eagles in this game I think is just like the defensive line getting to Patrick Mahomes basically, right? Like if you can if you can get to Mahomes with four, then you're going to have a chance like we saw with the Bucks game. I think the issue is like I don't know if this Eagles pass rush is actually as historically good as it seems like on paper because of the week schedule. So I think like, if you look at it, you have Dak put up 30 plus Aaron Rodgers put up 30 plus. I think Patrick Mahomes is equally capable of doing that um, against this Eagles defense. We saw him do it against the 49ers. who I think have equally as good, if not better uh, D line as the Eagles. Um, So I see 
Kansas City winning this game, um, which makes me happy because I hate the Eagles and all of their fans because they're super annoying. Um, for score, I don't know. I, I have trouble deciding between a shootout and like a game similar to the game that we saw last week with the Bengals. Um, I would say my sim- my score is pretty similar to yours, Ethan. I would say like 31-24, 31-27, somewhere in that range. Uh, so I guess I would take the over, I think. Um, but I, I'm less sure about that than I am the Chiefs money line, especially as underdogs. So I'm going to try to reverse jinx this a little bit, but I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to lean towards the Eagles on this one, guys. Uh, I hate the city of Philadelphia. I hate their fans, but sometimes you got to bet, bet with your head and not your heart. And I think that the Eagles have just the overall dominance on offense and defense combined where that, where the chiefs offense can make up the chiefs offense and the Eagles defense matches up. Well, they're both very, very solid, but the chiefs defense will not really match up well with the Eagles offense. Like, as you said before, the rush defense is very good, but they have two rookie cornerbacks starting against AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I think that's not going to bode well for them. And also, I just think that the momentum that the Eagles have going into this game with the whole city of Philadelphia with them, it's uh, it's really hard to uh, ignore. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to lean, lean towards the Eagles. And for score, I'm going to say like 27-21 Eagles. I don't know if that hits the over or not, but we haven't really seen a shootout in a Super Bowl since the last time the Eagles were in a Super Bowl. And I don't think this year is the first year that's going to, you know, or that the trend is going to end there. So a relatively lower scoring game, not a shootout. Eagles take the dub. Something that neither Ethan and I mentioned, but I think is super important to consider in this game too, is the Patrick Mahomes underdog. Like, I think Mahomes has something to prove in this game. I think he's been listening to the entire season Josh Allen's better. Joe Burrow's better. Is he, like, actually what we think he is? Is he MVP? Tua is the MVP. Tyreek says Tua is better than Mahomes. Like, all of this bullshit that Mahomes has had to listen to all year. And then going into the Super Bowl against a second-year starter in Jalen Hurts, who obviously isn't near as talented or accomplished as as Mahomes, and he's going into it as the underdog, I, I really think that Mahomes is going to be – Mahomes has something extra to play for in this game. Um, and so it's hard it's hard for me to bet against Mahomes in that spot. Yeah, I don't I don't really think I'm a fan of this argument, Scopa. Um, to be honest. Like I think you're you're buying into this like Nick Wright narrative a little bit too much. Like, I don't think anybody uh said that, you know, Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the league. And I think that MVP voting is probably going to reflect that. Bro, there hundred percent was a lot of people saying that. I I just don't think it's going to be relevant enough. Now, I don't think this narrative is strong enough to be like an overwhelming factor in how well Mahomes is going to play or at least approach this game. Um, I think that like it's pretty consensus that Mahomes is the best in the league. Uh, and I just don't think that he's been doubted, especially when he just threw forty-one touchdowns and to win MVP. Uh, I don't think he's going in as an underdog per se. After I think he literally is though. 
like I'm saying as a quarterback, he's not going in as an underdog. It's maybe the team, right, as like Vegas underdogs, but it's only slight. And I think that Vegas knows that the only reason why it's slight and might even be a pick is because of Patrick Mahomes. Um, I don't think he's been listening all year to people saying that two was better than him or like stuff I mean, like that. He literally did say that he heard the noise, though, and that bulletin board material was a thing going into that Bengals game. Like he he literally said, yeah. They were saying bro head. Everyone's been saying that like other that's people are talking about the games. Yeah, but like, that's that's a game specific like chirp, right? Like you had players literally say that Burrow owned him, that like the that arrowhead was a bank was owned by the Bengals, that the Bengals have their number. Like that's very specific to the Cincinnati Bengals and their quarterback, and specifically the players who were making those claims. I've heard nothing about that from Philadelphia. Like, literally nothing. Oh. There's no narrative yet about, like, this, like, Philadelphia versus Mahomes thing. It's not really a game that seems to be um, built up that way. If that yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think, like, you still hear Patrick Mahomes hasn't had a good Super Bowl yet, so we need to see him be good in the, in the big game. Does it get to him? Like, I, I do think that there has been a season-long sort of underrating of the Chiefs that – it's probably not a reason to pick them. Like that's not the reason. Right. But it certainly, I think adds to, and I think, I think maybe you disagree with me, but I think bulletin board material is a real thing. Um, and like, I, I think I do disagree with you. Um, I think yeah, that like, there's just like, there's just like too many players and coaches that say that it affects them for me to think that they're all just like bullshitting. Um, well, and so well, I think I, like, I just tend to think that like, on the biggest stages, especially that of the Super Bowl, um, players sort of plateau in terms of their effort. And regardless of what they might say about how they feel about the game, um, they're giving it 110% for all 60 minutes, right? Or how football is 60 minutes, right? Um, <laughs> it, it, I don't even fucking, dude, I don't know. Quarters 15 each. 1530, yeah, 4560. Yeah. You're doing math right now, man. It's the Super Bowl, man. Like, just because, like, Eli Apple is chirping them off, right? Does not mean that, like, they're going to start playing any less hard. Like, that's just, it's just how it is. Like, I think Mahomes is going to go out there and be like, this is the fucking Super Bowl. This is my legacy. This is my team's legacy. We have to bring a Lombardi back for the city. And I'm going to give it everything I have, regardless of whether or not some idiot in the media was like two was better than you like that that's just how it's going to work you know and like although bulletin board material might exist i really don't think it affects athletes on this particular level yeah i disagree but that's fine um with that said we can get into some of our gambling stuff so i spent a while today like looking at um different interesting props and i was basically looking for things that were plus money that i thought would be at least like should be even money if not you know a favored uh minus money so i'll throw out a couple of examples here because i think like we can tell you know money line where we're going with that um so patrick mahomes to not throw an interception is plus 100 Uh, i think mahomes playing a clean game is very much in the question and in fact is like almost necessary for the chiefs to win to a certain degree 
Um, so I kind of like that bet. Um, I also see Mahomes first quarter touchdown is plus 160 and Mahomes third quarter touchdown is plus 145. I would lean third quarter touchdown because I think that if anything, the Chiefs will um, struggle a little bit to start the game. And then the second half, like Mahomes will be, you know, Mahomes. So I kind of like that bet. Um, you also have Hertz over. So uh, one half interception. So you need one interception from Hertz and that's plus 100. I think, you know, Hertz in this spot for Super Bowl, it's very likely that he, you know, um, the nerves get to him a little bit. So I could see that being interesting. Um, and then if you think, uh, oh, also Mahomes MVP is plus 100. So if you think the Chiefs will win, it's pretty much a lock that Mahomes will be MVP, I think, if that were to happen. So if you wanted to do some kind of parlay with like Chiefs money line and Mahomes MVP, that would probably be pretty nice. Um, and then the last one that I saw that was interesting was a Chiefs teaser of Chiefs plus seven and a half and over 45. And that's even money. Um, so I think that could be interesting too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fully sold on like teasers for these particular games because like stuff happens. Like it doesn't really seem like anything's a given. Uh, which means that it would probably take out the tease part of the teaser because uh, the Super Bowl is just like, it could just be whack, you know, like it's much less predictable than I think a regular season game might be. Um, but also just with like the two weeks of preparation, pressure, all of that stuff, I don't think anything's given, especially the over under line. Um, what I will say though is um, to clarify that Mahomes interception prop, you said that it's even money for him to not throw an interception. It's pl- it's plus 100 to not throw an interception. Yeah. I think he throws a pick in this game. Um, really? I do. I do think he throws a pick in this game. Um, I think that um, – how many picks did he throw on this year? Like 12? Something like that? Around like 12? Um, which means, I guess, rounded out, that would probably be about like 0.8 per game, I would say, 0.75-ish uh, per game. Uh, I think that the Eagles are a – way above average defense who's going to get to him uh we're also considering that he is nursing a high ankle strain um i think his mobility is going to be in question um and i do think that he's definitely going to be throwing into some tight windows uh especially due to the nature of his wide receiver's ability to gain separation uh i don't really think that that's a given in this game um i don't think kt is gonna play uh i don't think uh hardman is gonna play uh i think this is very much going to be a sketch game from their skill position perspective from the skill position perspective and i think that there's going to be some scenario where he kind of arm punts maybe or like ball gets batted because the eagles d line is ridiculous um and it goes into defense's hands i also just think that if this is a high scoring game which i believe we both picked it to be um there's just gonna be way more passing attempts which means i think that the the risk that he throws an interception at some point in the game is going to be higher uh, so I think that's probably the better bet, um, especially with that. Uh, I think that's the only lean that I really have early um, out of the things that you mentioned, though, uh, Oliver. Do you have anything in particular um, out of the things Scopa said? Um, I have a couple other leans that I'm going towards for uh, some Mahomes props and some other receivers. But one thing that really stands out to me is uh, completions and pass attempts. And right now it's minus 115 
for Mahomes to have over 25 and a half completions. And with the Eagles' run defense, I fear that the Chiefs are going to have to resort a lot to their pass, their passing game, which will, you know, end up with a lot of dump-offs to McKinnon and Pacheco, as well as, you know, Mahomes just being Mahomes and, and finding tight windows for Kelsey and whoever the receiver of the day is. So I think the over on both of those, uh, 25 and a half completions and 39 and a half attempts is, uh, uh, are looking like my bets for Mahomes. And then uh, Devontae Smith receiving yards over 66 and a half. His line has been set at that every week. And I think he gets that in two receptions. Honestly, I think he's going to have like a 40-yard bomb and then like a 25-yard sideline catch against, you know, an inexperienced chief secondary. I see Devontae Smith having a wide receiver one kind of day. And then that brings me to my last prop, which is Jalen Hurts' length of longest completion over 37 and a half yards at minus 110. I, I, Jalen Hurts, you know, throws a couple deep balls a game. And A.J. Brown and, and Devontae Smith both had the ability to haul one in for a 40-yard game. So I think that that's a very bettable for me. You guys think that really quickly sidetracking off of uh, that Devontae Smith prop. Do you think that there's a stat line that he could throw up in the Super Bowl that changes our valuation of him? Um, If he goes, you know, seven receptions for 130 and a touchdown, I think that that'll prove, like, he's had an insane playoffs and end of the season. I think we have to start rethinking, like, you know, where we rank him in our wide receiver rankings. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to talk too much about this because this obviously isn't on the slate for today, but it had me it had me wondering because a lot of people, especially in the draft class that he came out of, um, at least for the duration of their career so far, have had Jalen Waddle pretty consistently ahead of him in terms of how good they are as receivers in the NFL. Um, I was wondering, just like, does this playoff run slash a possible Super Bowl performance that is excellent? Does that put him into a conversation where people legitimately just think he's better than Waddle? I think to change your perception of uh, Devontae Smith, if you've been paying attention to this season, he would have to have like a Super Bowl MVP <clears throat> type of performance because like he's had awesome games. He's been good in the playoffs. It's like, I, I don't think one game can really change your perception of a player to any insane degree. Um, unless that game is like a breakout game where you then see the consistency after that. Um, but I like, only ask, I only ask because it is the Super Bowl, and a lot of people do have those perceptual things with regard to the Super Bowl, like, um, because it was already close, right? It might be like a tiebreaker between players. Like, I know a lot of people have, like, you know, the Super Bowl performances argument is like, you know, a tiebreaker between all time greats, such as like a Manning or a Brady, right? Um, but, you know, I guess on a much smaller scale, applying it to the discussion of a receiver like Waddle versus a receiver like Smitty, given a performance in a big game like this, as well as the whole playoffs, does that maybe have us, like, reconsider something that we haven't already reconsidered? Because I'm more generally with Yusuko, one game probably doesn't consider it uh, or doesn't, like, you know, make it a huge consideration. 
but I was just I was just curious. I cool. think I think maybe if you were telling me that he was, you know, matched up against Sauce in the Super Bowl and like he goes off, like maybe that's something where it's like in the biggest stage he, you know, showed up against the toughest competition, but it's like as Ollie mentioned before in his like explanation for why he's picking the Eagles, he's going against like two rookie cornerbacks, right? So it's like I don't know. I don't think one game can make a huge difference, particularly in this spot. Now, like, unless, like I said, like he has a Super Bowl MVP kind of performance, you know, maybe then it's like so overwhelming that you have to consider it. But otherwise, I'm not sure that one game moves me. Gotcha. But yeah, that that basically wraps it up for us uh, for Super Bowl predictions. Some uh, some good bets. Hopefully, I'm planning to drop some nukes for the. Uh, for the Super Bowl because it's the Some last mega time. goat whales. Oh yeah, because uh, it's the last time I'll be betting for a bit, with the exception of like UFC. Should be a good game. I'm excited. Um, until next week. See y'all later. See you guys.